Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. It's Kip Harris with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. We tell you very briefly what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen in the markets going forward according to the VRA Investing System. At the close today, the VRA Investing System remains 8 out of 12 screens that are bullish. And by the way, today marked 31 years since the anniversary of the 1987 Black Money Crash, a crash that I've been around as a broker for just about three years for. Market dropped 21% that day. Um, I went to get coffee, came back, 10% losses occurred in about 15, 20 minutes. It was a pretty eye-opening experience. Uh, and at the time, uh, there was no one predicting it. And I, I had been introduced to a lot of the top momentum traders. For example, one of those that I follow closely, you may know, is uh, Bob Prechter, Robert Prechter of Elliott Wave. Robert Prechter actually took credit for uh, calling the crash. The problem is uh, that didn't happen that way. I was a subscriber to his work. I'd actually met with met with him, gone to one of his events, and um, really nobody called that crash. Uh, today, I can point to at least 10 mainstream media gurus that are calling for a crash. And the point I'm trying to make here is that crashes simply don't happen when you have this many people calling for one. That's really, that's just not how this works at all. Um, and I, I watched seasoned brokers, uh, brokers with more than three decades in the business, um, which, which, which is a little weird because that's now what I have. Uh, but I watched them that day as they panicked. I watched them as they entered orders for their clients to get out of the market. They entered market orders. They did so through the – we had a tube system like we have in drive through banks now, and that's how you entered your orders. And my, my mentor, Ted Parsons, my first mentor, rest in peace, Ted – uh, told me that day that I should keep a level head. He pointed all the pink tickets, those were the sell orders, uh, that were being thrown into the tube system and uh, told me very simply, don't be the majority. This will pass, and those that are selling today are going to regret it. Ted was right. Ted was almost always right. It took about three days because the systems were overloaded. It took about three days for us to even find out if we had sold and what price we had sold at. Uh, by the time most of those orders came back and the fills came back, clients found out that they sold almost exactly at the lows. By the end of that week, the market had recouped all of those losses and more. By the end of 1987, the market actually closed higher in the year. So um, let's go over the markets today, and we'll go over some, some important statistics. We got into a bit of this yesterday. Uh, we'll we'll uh, hit some new points again today that tell us it's most likely that this is uh, going to be a typical October it, which will, which are our best buying opportunities of the year. The Dow did close down six. Excuse me, closed up sixty five points today. That was our leader of the day. Every three, uh, the, the other three indexes were down today. That's the Russell two thousand, Nasdaq, and S and P five hundred. Not uh, not shocking losses, but the Russell two thousand was down one point two percent today, uh, closing at fifteen forty two. Nasdaq down thirty six. S and P five hundred down fractionally. One thing we noticed today is the put-call ratio, and this is the third day in a row, the put-call ratio closed well above one, closed today at 1.13, traded above one all day long. So third day in a row, that's been the case. That's elevated. Uh, that typically means uh, uh, too much bearishness. But again, the action is simply is not great. Today, while the internals were better, uh, advanced decline, slightly negative, uh, up-down volume, slightly negative, Take a look at what happened if new 52-week highs to lows. Again, just brutal numbers. 
only 66 new highs and to 797 new 52-week lows. We now stand at just 23% of all stocks in the S&P 500 that are above the 50-day moving average and uh, only 47% of stocks in the S&P 500 that are above the 200-day moving average. This, this is a new low. Uh, it's a new low for stocks under the 200-day moving average, lower than the April lows, where we, we, we halted that slide at 52% of stocks above the 200-day moving average. So we're seeing the internals tell us that this market likely is not done going down, that we've got at least a period of, of testing, retesting. This is not going to be a simple V-bottom where we would drop and, 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 and spike right back up again, barring some kind of a, a fundamental uh, event. Uh, maybe a, a deal with, uh, with China gets done uh, on trade tariffs. Something of that magnitude that, that really jolts the system back, uh, back to life again. We're just not seeing it right now. But let's remember, again, October's give us our best buying opportunities. Over the last 80 years, more than 90% of all market gains take place from mid-October to May. This is the most seasonal, seasonally bullish period to be in the markets. It's when we must be in the markets for, again, more than 90% of all gains. Bear market uh, declines, that's, that's 20% or more. We're nowhere near that, of course. We're down about 10% in Russ 2000. Uh, but, but, but the big declines occur unless, unless it's a black swan event, it's a one-off, uh, circuit breakers, uh, uh, high-frequency trading, uh, flash crash. Otherwise, bear markets with a decline of 20% or more take place due to a weak economy, typically a recession. We don't see any signs of that. The markets break down one year after U.S. economic growth reverses, one year after we start to see the transportation shipping indexes decline, one year after employment tops, one year after consumer sentiment tops out. And again, these all continue to improve today. We simply see no signs of U.S. economy slipping into recession. That tells us that when the lows are in place, that this will be the, the cycle lows, and then we'll have, we should have a, a, a strong move higher into the year end, likely into Q1 of 2019. Folks, that's it for today. Uh, listen, we hope you have a great weekend. Again, 8 out of 12 VRA system screens remain bullish. This is still a market in an uptrend. We still have higher lows, even from last week's uh, sell-off. So uh, we're looking for signs uh, that we have a final low in place. Just did not see those today. Uh, but with earnings coming out, midterm election cycle uh, moves higher uh, beginning after November the 6th. We have a lot of reasons to be in this market. We just need to start see it start acting better. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you again Monday after the close.